In this session, there are several things that we need to look at to begin with. One of them is some important dates. The Treaty of Paris, 1898, which was the ending of the Spanish-American War. Remember that during the Spanish-American War, it was to gain the independence of uh, Cuba. Through that, we have the Teddy Roosevelt coming into uh, 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 power. We also gained Guam and Puerto Rico and the Philippines. The Philippines later fought and we gave them their independence. We also had the year 1929, which was the year the beginning of the Great Depression. The Great Depression was all about the stock market crash, buying on the market or um, buying with credit. Once the stock market crashed, we also had the uh, bank failures and the policies that were put in by FDR to save the U.S. economy. We, we give him credit for it, but the truth is the World War II is what saves the uh, economy. Here are some terms that we need to know about. Nativism, policy of favoring inhabitants as opposed to immigrants. The key here is immigrants. Remember, we talked about, we talked about how the United, people in the United States, if you were not a, a person born in the United States, they didn't want you around. The dovetails fit to fit together immigrants versus nativism. Getting the, the immigrants to become uh, part of the United States. We also have Placey versus Ferguson which was a Supreme Court saying separate but equal was constitutional as long as we had the same quality of facilities and all, mainly schools, then we could be doing that. Neutrality is not being involved uh, during World War One, and as we go into World War Two, we thought it was their problem, yours problems, not ours. Uh, suffrage, right to vote, women's rights, uh, started way back in the 1800s and then we did not even uh, uh, reach anything until the 1920s. Laissez-faire, the government will not interfere with market, business self-regulates. The temperance movement, all brought on from the religious uh, right the women not or getting tired of men going and spending all their money at the bar coming home uh, and, and abusing women. So they came up with the uh, 17th Amendment saying that it was not uh, able or you had to abstain or have drink uh, alcohol in moderation. The Mexican Repatriation Act, the removal of Mexicans from the U.S. during the Great Depression because we were looking for jobs. And the whole idea was the Mexicans were taking our jobs. Segregation, isolation, or separation of a race, class, or ethnic group by force or voluntary residence in a restricted area. So we were talking about the African Americans, segregating them, giving them their own schools, their own uh, uh, businesses, their, the comes to a head in the 1960s with uh, Park 
and her sitting in the front of the bus when she wasn't supposed to. Prohibition, the forbidding by law of the manufactured transportation and sale of alcohol in the 1920s. Gospel was wealth. This was in Carnegie, that the rich should give back to society, that you had an obligation. During the 1920s, we had great optimism. The, the anticipated the best outcome in the 1930s, we start seeing that dwindle. Free trade policy, trade policies that do not restrict imports or exports. And that goes into what we talk about today is for free market to where we don't have, don't have any boundaries. We can go back and forth. We can do as much trading as we want to without any uh, embargoes. Monopolies. <clears throat> that is where one company has the exclusive uh, rights to the market. They will control the market. They, that they, they will uh, control the price of the, of the uh, products. And there's no competition. Yellow journalism. We're talking about sensationalism. We see that a lot today. Uh, just the fact that they are making it, exaggerating it more make it sound more important than what it really is. The initiative is the right to start legislative action. That is the American people. We don't have to wait for Congress. Referendum is where we put it up to vote in Congress. And the recall is we have the right to recall or fire a elected official. We don't have to wait for them to finish out the term. We can put in the paperwork and the policies and request that that person be fired and be replaced. Tin Pan Alley, that was that area in New York City where all of the songwriters and producers and publishers uh, would gather to uh, produce the music. Isolationism, that's where we basically put a wall around us. We don't let anyone in. We don't look out. We just take care of our own business. Corporatives, in a, an organization owned by and operated for the benefit of those using its services. So uh, Russia had a lot of cooperatives, cooperative farms. They all operated as one big farm. Regulation, rule order issued by an executive authority or regulatory agency of a government and having the four of law. <clears throat> Social Darwinism, survival of the fittest in society. It was thought that the rich would be, are the ones that, that are the fittest and they should be making all of the decisions because they were rich. The Red Scare, basically the communists are co coming. Uh, we we're afraid that the communists were coming into the United States after World War One because we saw the uh, riots and the protests going on in Europe and we felt like we were backed by the unions and then when the unions started making an appearance here in the United States and having more power we thought it was a communist backed. Production efficiencies that was like the standardized railroad gauges, assembly lines, interchangeable parts. Alright so those are the basic ideas, basic terminology and all we need to remember. So there are some documents that are important. The Declaration of Independence. What was the importance of the Declaration of Independence? 
This was letting, officially letting the world know that we did not want to be under the rule of Great Britain any longer. And so we declared it in writing, sent it out to the king. The rest of the world could see it. As soon as those gentlemen signed the Declaration of Independence, that was actually committing um, uh, uh, the ability or telling the government that we are being treasonous. Constitution, the Bill of Rights. So, how are the issues noted in the Declaration of Independence addressed in the Constitution and Bill of Rights? The Bill of Rights is the first part of the Constitution, and it tells us what we can, what rights we do have, the freedom of speech, the freedom of expression, and what rights that the state government has versus the federal government, the Constitution. So this is the, uh, the, the, the ability or our laws are, uh, that we need to follow to have a, a country that is cohesive. Homestead Act of 1862. This told us that this, or allowed the settlers an opportunity to have their own land. This is a pool factor out on the Great Plains. So what did it do? It said for, you can have uh, 160 acres of land, you paid $5 and you had to live on it as a farmer for five years. Then it's yours. So that would draw people out onto the Great Plains. Sherman Antitrust Act, what were trusts? These were companies acting as one, and but independently. So they were acting as a monopoly. So how did this act address that? Well, it said that they couldn't do that anymore. It's a trust buster. They, they had to act as independents. They couldn't come back together and act like a cooperative, but they had to act as an independent. Why? Because again, they create a monopoly. They can get together, all the oil companies could get together and say, we're gonna, just like OPEC, we can, we're gonna produce so much oil and we're not making enough money, we're gonna drop it and the American people do not have any choice in it. The Smoot-Haley Tariff, we, we need to look at the open door policies. The open door policy was the trying to get China to allow others to trade with them. And the United States went as far as putting military pressure on them. Espionage and Sedition Acts. Espionage and Sedition Acts was put in place after World War I, during World War I in order to uh, keep people from uh, being traitors to the United States. If you were caught selling secrets or sharing secrets with the enemy, then you were considered a traitor and all. Uh, also was keeping people from the United States citizens from being negative towards the war effort. Wilson's 14 points, these are the 14 points that he laid out for <clears throat> Germany after World War I. He did not want to hurt Germany. He just wanted to help Germany. Great Britain or England, Europe on the other hand side wanted to punish uh, Germany. 
The 14th point is the biggest one in Wilson's 14 points, and that was that the League of Nations would be established, and but Germany was not allowed to be part of it. So the Senate said also that they didn't want us to be part of it because then it could draw us into another war. And so Wilson's 14 points was separate from Europe's uh, uh, agreement with Germany. The Chinese Exclusion Act, it came into existence again because of migration, because of jobs, because of nativism. And it said that if you were a Chinese that if, even if you have lived in the United States for 14 to 15 years, you could not become a citizen of the United States. We weren't going to let any more uh, Chinese in at that point. All right, so let's look at the couple of eras. Uh, the industrialization, the Gilded Age. You look at everything that went on there. This was the beginning of us following the Industrial Revolution in Europe. We created businesses. Uh, we have Carnegie. We have uh, the others becoming rich. Rockefeller. We have no child labor laws. So all of this was coming in. Children working in, in the factories. So those are some of the things about the Gilded Age. Everything looked wonderful on the top. We still had the, the poor and, and the underprivilege underneath, but this is the Gilded Age. Progressive, again, as the word says, progressive. We're moving forward. We are, are making one of the ideas that make things better. Uh, and, and if we look at it, things were coming better. Ends with the 1930s and FDR and his progressive uh, changes with the New Deal and the New New Deal. The 1930s was the Great Depression, uh, FDR's New Deal, uh, work programs, and so forth. Uh, 1920s. The 1920s, we have the Harlem Renaissance. And the Harlem Renaissance was the uh, advent or the African-American coming in to their own. We have jazz that comes out at this time. We have uh, the Cotton Club. And so the African-American is again, able to have their voice finally. They have an impact in art. So the 1920s, the cultural impact. On the other hand, we have the uh, uh, speakeasies. We have the, the flapper who's that young American woman that was independent and had decided that she should be allowed to be herself and not follow the man's rules. We have the prohibition, which affects the culture. We went, instead of drinking openly, went undercover in the speakeasies and, and started drinking, uh, consuming alcohol and the gangs was behind that because they were able to make a lot of money. The 17th Amendment was the beginning of prohibition. Uh, it, uh, it allowed the American people to uh, stop the, the, the sale 
and consumption of alcohol. The 19th Amendment gave women the right to vote. Uh, political machines. Political machines helped civil, civics, civilly. In other words, it helped uh, cities gain more as far as the infrastructure and all. The uh, bosses would, would promise these things and it would be fulfilled. The negative, they owned the government then. If they had to get the mayor elected, then they owed the mayor. So there's the positive and the negative. Industrialization changed America socially because more people were coming out of poverty, had jobs politically, then, and, and socially you, you had developing of the middle class politically, the, the rich became more uh, uh, helpful, they were more influent in politics, and they were the politicians. Economically, again, people were able to make more money. All right, so how did the U.S. government assist in the growth of the railroads? So during the, the expansion of the railroads, the government gave land grants to the railroads to entice them to build these railroads. Uh, as they built the railroads, towns sprung up. And as towns sprung up, then there were more jobs. And as the railroads moved down, they first had jobs, towns sprung up, and that created more jobs. So populist and progressive movements, most significant last long-lasting reforms were the Food Administration, child labor laws, and, and such. Uh, significance of the Interstate Commerce Act was that it built up roads between the, the states and so then were able to uh, move and transport goods from state to state. It regulated that commerce from state to state. Uh, Granger, uh, the Agriculture Adjustment Act dealt with helping with the farmers. So those are some of the things that you need, you need to look at and pay attention to. Uh, the rest, you know, for instance, the acquisition of Alaska and Hawaii. Remember, we said it's it's known that Alaska, we bought. Hawaii, we took over. The causes for the U.S. entering World War One was the Zimmerman uh, telegram, unrestricted warfare. Uh, the Panama Canal was uh, building that, that to allow transport of commerce across to the West Coast in a shorter, pill, pill, uh, shorter period of time. Uh, great Migration, American Expeditionary Forces were the forces from America that fought in World War I, led by Pershing. Uh, so again, those are some of the things that need to uh, as look at. Uh, the rest of it... Uh, we, we can, you can look at and, and think about. 
but I hope this will help you understand the whole first semester. These were just the high points and we're not in it down deep, but again, just to get you to thinking about it.